Alright, welcome to Nerds of the Old Republic. I'm Adam. I am Sean. And I'm Mike. In each episode, we discuss a different book or film from the wide world of nerd nerddom and pair it with a unique cocktail. Today, we are enjoying a pick from Sean at a local brewery. You mind uh, giving us the rundown on what we're drinking tonight? Yeah, so we always try to pair our beverage in some way with the uh, thing that we're reviewing or talking about. And, you know, um, I guess I went to our local Wegmans, shout out Wegmans. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to find something related to the Matrix as I was on my way home from work and trying to do like eight things at once. And I'm like, well, let's see. Look for the beers. We were talking about doing a beer because mm-hmm. I think we recorded something earlier where we were drinking. <laughs> we were drinking a little more heavily. Something yeah. much more uh, riddled with alcohol. Indeed. Yeah. So I like, oh, well, we'll take it down a notch just a little bit. And I found a local brewery, 42 North, from uh, East Aurora, New York. Shout out to most, 42 North. Yes, where most of the Bills live. Mm-hmm. Go Bills. Go Bells. And uh, maybe not. I don't know what's going on. We'll see this by the time you this cast. Yeah. Yeah, what God, I hope so. By the time this is released, we'll either be very happy or very angry. Yes. I will go back to our drink earlier in the night if <laughs> I'm very sad. <laughs> Indeed. So I thought, oh, Matrix, you know, I'll find something that's like maybe a Pilsner because of the red pill, blue pill. And I found 40Z North has a Pilsner and it's called Illumination, which sounded very Morpheus-like mm. in, in the way he talks to Neo. And that's right. Rage Against the Machine, wake up. Indeed. That's right. I, so. Whenever I hear Morpheus talk, you know, free your mind. Indeed. I tend to think of the idea of illumination. So, and mm. you know, I look forward to this. I've had a lot of 42 North beer in my life. Especially their stout. I love Asylum. And uh, I'm looking forward to I've never had this one because I just tend to buy the heavier gravity stuff when I'm there. Yeah. Well, I saw it and I was like, well, the price says that it should taste good. So <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's imbibe. Right. All right, gentlemen. All right. Open up and cheers. Easier on the palate than our last beverage. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. I'm looking at their can right beneath Pilsner and the exact latitude and longitude where they exist. Mm-hmm. They have bright, uh, crisp, I agree, yep. bright, sure, yeah. bohemian. What the hell does that even fucking mean? Yeah, does uh, it, this is supposed to taste like patchouli <laughs> yeah. and like wall rags hanging from the, the wall. The uh, 5.9% ABV is nice. Yeah, this is a drinkable beer that I could crush during the Bills game this Sunday. This is a Pilsner that you can tell, though, from, you know, the clean finish and the taste. Mm. But actually, the flavor is more than, you know, like your Canadian Pilsner. Oh, it's hopped up. No, no offense, um, blue blue light, Coors, <laughs> you know, well, those rice Pilsners, really, no offense. You mean just mass market beer, yeah, Budweiser, well, anybody in the, Coors. Yeah, anybody in the, like, InBev or whatever yeah. that conglomerate is. Pilsner style <laughs> that they make, yeah. Yeah. This is definitely more of it's more of an uh, IPA in a way. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of that flavor, the hoppy flavor in it, but it's definitely not an IPA. No, I still taste the wheat in it too. Yeah, or what comes across is like a wheaty malt, so probably like a a biscuit or a caramel malt yeah. through it. That's mm-hmm. yeah, good. It's a good beer. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And we're supporting the local people, which is a uh, something I try to do. That's right. Through the pandemic. Yeah, here. absolutely. Support your local breweries and purveyors of fine alcoholic beverages. So as we uh, drink our illumination here, uh, we're going to switch over to talking about The Matrix. Now, I know we specifically watched Resurrections for this cast. I watched all the movies 
one and a half times. I, I watched some of them twice because I enjoyed <laughs> them that much. Recently, like in the past week. Dear Lord, man. I may not have seen my family very much. Uh, because I, I was like, shut up, Keanu Reeves is talking. He's got a gun. <laughs> he's talking. Whoa. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He's... Uh, hey, don't skip to the lightning round yet. Thank you. <laughs> oh, oh. That's I, in the uh, lightning round. All right, I, like, I, I did watch the first two recently, but I knew that the third one was absolutely definitely yeah. not worth my rewatch. So. I, I did the same. Uh, before I watched Resurrections, actually, I rewatched the entire trilogy. And, uh, you know, my, my review of the trilogy is the same as it was 20 years ago, which is to say the first one is genius, all-time mm-hmm. classic. Mm-hmm. The second one is... A very good action movie, and the third one is just absolute dog shit. You know, I watched the gif of the guy standing in Zion shooting at the ceiling. <laughs> it's gif, thank you. <laughs> Whatever. And I figured that gave me the same effect as watching the movie. Oh, my God. Oh, wait, it's... where he's in the mech? Yeah. And he's yeah. shooting at the, the sentinels well, as they come that's, down? Yes. That's roughly 18% of the film, so... It I really is. I, I got the effect. I know it really is. Around. Yeah. So might it take it that we all have some pretty strong personal backgrounds with this movie coming Very into much. it. Yeah, because yeah. I can say personally, like, this movie may have solidified my nerddom, or at least the <laughs> franchise. The first one, for sure, yeah. I remember watching and being like, whoa. <laughs> nice. The whole time. And thank you. The good doll, good doll. And bell. in fact, uh, you know, it came out when I was in college, and then I owned it. Afterwards, when I was living back with my parents, and I had like a 7.1 surround sound, so I would jack up the surround sound, close (laughs) the door, lay down on my futon, and be like, surround me with sound and bullet time, Wachowskis. Do this, please. And, you know, I felt similarly about the second, like I was intrigued where the story was going to go. I was kind of let down by some of the characters in there, but I loved the special effects Mm. and some of the fighting in there. Come on, let's be real. Sean is making faces at me. Monica Bellucci. (laughs) Oh, for sure. Very talented actress. Yeah. The only reason, really, to rewatch that movie. Sure. No, 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 no. The other reason to rewatch that movie is uh, Morpheus... Swat, oh, sideswiping yes. a car, a speeding car with a samurai sword. And yes. then as it flips over in one motion, he turns yeah. and he shoots out the gas tank and it explodes. Yes. That's that a semi truck trailer scene, right? Yes, it that is. Series. Which is an, an amazing sequence. Earth oh, yeah. But that particular shot is, you know, in my opinion, you would be hard pressed to find a better action moment than that that is like to yeah. me the ultimate action movie achievement didn't they build a segment of freeway just to film they did that's insane they they stripped the land they poured the cement they yeah. waited for it and they got some cars to run down it wow all gm know. cars too because they were yeah they were all gm yeah. cars i'm not sure i knew any of that but i, I guess that speaks to like did a lot of deep diving <laughs> where the Wachowskis were at that time, like in, they in the wake of the, of the Matrix and mm-hmm. its yeah. its influence in pop culture, uh, they were able to just make a highway to film a movie. That, right. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. So, uh, Sean and Mike, what were like your original experiences with the franchise? You know, I I think like all of us of a, a certain age, I saw the original one in theaters. I believe it came out the year I graduated from high school. That's right. I'm old, <laughs> and um, just. You know, it was one of those, like, transcendent moments where mm-hmm. you knew this was something different. Mm-hmm. You knew this was something that had never been done. And it it took a couple of views to really, truly understand it and to just come to grips with how incredibly, like, 
shifting it was for the whole film industry. Right. You look at yeah. it now, and it's like, oh, yeah, whatever, bull time and all that. And, you know, it, it kind of gets almost, like, turned into a joke now. But at the time, it was a very profound thing that they had accomplished yeah. with this film. It was incredible. The style, the just everything was just yeah. perfect for the times it came out. Uh, so, of course, I was hyped for the sequels, and I knew they'd be coming out within a calendar year. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, fuck, yeah. I'm yeah, coming. back when you could expect production to be on time and such. Right, and it, problems. also one of those things that had not really been done is they filmed them back-to-back, knowing yeah. that they were going to make it a trilogy, and I was super hyped. I was ready for it, and, you know, I I, I walked into the sequel like I walked into Phantom Menace, you know, like mm-hmm. freaking nerd boner mm-hmm. on 11, yep. and walked <laughs> oh, out with confusion and stuff. questions, but still, like, you know yeah. what, that was fun. That's I every, enjoyed that. That's every high school nerd. Confusions and questions. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then the last one came, and I had absolutely zero recollection of seeing it. Right. Blind Neo gets crucified in a flame. Yeah. That's yeah. what you fucking see. Yeah. yeah Fuck I, you, Matrix Three. I'm gonna I, steal yeah. Sean's thing. Yes, thank you, Adam. But you got, it's got to be more. Yes. Bo- it's got to be more booming than that, though. Adam. Fuck you, Matrix there you go. Three. Very good. You're gonna have to fix the levels on that. <laughs> I will. I will go back and yeah. fix that in post. But that, yeah. that's that's my general thing, and it's it's just one of those that has staying power. I've taken yeah. in services that were based on the Matrix. Sure, like the philosoph- philosophy of the Matrix and right. religion, the Buddhist right. side of it, like yeah. all of that, and it's just been it, it's it's fantastic. So I was. Uh, uh, I guess I, if you were a senior, I would have been a, a junior in high school because I'm not old. And uh, <laughs> I would have been in middle school. <laughs> um, you know, and, and I, I feel like you know, in in the years after college, you know, I became someone who was very passionate about film and uh, everything. But I was not at all in high school at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I. Uh, much as Sean said, I remember seeing The Matrix and and even in my, you know, very, you know, naive way, knowing that I was seeing something different and seeing something special. I mean, this is how audiences must have felt when they saw like A New Hope or something Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and and, and that was something that, you know, the sequels lacked. Um, Even as good as I thought the second one was, it lacked it too. The first movie, you were so busy trying to figure out what was going on. And, you know, the larger themes associated with that, uh, whereas, you know, the second and the third movie were just a basic plot continuation and you knew exactly what was going on and who the characters were. Um, But I'll never forget, like, that first time seeing the movie, like, and having no preconceived notions of what it was other than it was an action movie, um, you know, I was amazed watching it, and I was like, what is Morpheus describing when he talks about it's everywhere, but you can't see it or taste it? It's a prison for your mind. Mm -hmm. And then, like, when all of a sudden Neo's, like, in a different place and everything, you know, and you sort of... Or sortily. <laughs> what was that last drink we were having? Uh, <laughs> had a lot of absinthe in it. Yeah. A lot of absinthe. Oh, you were sort of like gradually coming to understand that the world that you had been in wasn't the real world, and now you were in a yeah. different one, and you were coming to understand the whole thing about the machines. And oh, when he wakes uh, up in the pot, it's it, disorienting for us it, too. Exactly, yeah. and yeah. it's it's so well executed. And if you don't know the plot of the movie going in, as I didn't at the time, that was so much of the fun. Was like that real like cerebral like mind puzzle kind of aspect of it mm-hmm. um and then you also mentioned like the special effects were crazy at the time yeah. um you know the acting was so good I, it, it's it's like every it's one of those movies where like every actor was so perfect Lawrence Fishburne from for Morpheus uh, Hugo you know, Weaving. 
Hugo Weaving, who's he's always, he's always great, but you know that Mr. Anderson yep. and Morpheus turning around with the thunderclap, going at last, you know, like all that yeah. shit. It's yeah. become so iconic, yeah. Yeah. and uh, you know, I don't know. That first movie to me is, if, if you ask me for my top ten list of movies of all time, Matrix One is in it. It absolutely is in it. Oh, for sure. You know, I'm in the same boat. It literally spawned branches of philosophy. It got me thinking about like the nature of reality mm-hmm. and uh, what is fate and free will. And then as I found out that the Wachowski, then brothers, now sisters, kind of wrote it as an allegory for them being trapped in bodies they weren't feeling associated with. Right. And then they transitioned to being the Wachowski sisters. Mm-hmm. Like, that just blew the lid off the whole fucking thing for a and second that was, time. That was years later, too. Yeah, yeah. I found that out, like, I don't know, you know those memes where it's like, I was this years old when I found out. Right, right. That might have been, like, two years ago, three years right. ago where I found that out. It's the gift that keeps on giving, man. Honestly, and, like, their genius of how they built a world that followed both the hero quest as well as religious mythology, despite me hating the third movie. yeah. Like the fact that that movie almost ends with Neo being burned at the at the cross with his eyes blind, like mm. literally Jesus Christ, right. what the fuck? Wow, dude, you're really yeah. visceral here. I am not happy with the third movie. <laughs> I'm and indifferent. I'm four drinks in, so I'm deep into this okay. because I felt so strongly about the first two. Well, I think that's what you got to look at. The first one is so groundbreakingly incredible that the others get unfairly maligned Set because. The bar too high. Well, exactly. Yeah. It's like. Every single sequel can't reset our notion of what a film is. Right. And that's that's where you look at that, like, had they ended it with the first one, it would be legendary. Yeah. yeah. We would never have this discussion. It would just be like, thank you very much. That movie fucking rules. Mm-hmm. It'll always be that way. But yeah. now because Warner Brothers dumped a dump truck full of money on the Wachowski's table there and said, hey, make more. Right. Yeah. Or whatever, for whatever reason, they felt compelled to go back to the drawing table and make more, three more of these movies now. It's just, it waters it down every time, and it gets further away from that that moment of extreme right. lucidity, like this sure. is, like when your pupils dilate in, in two seconds, you're like, oh, right. you know, like your yeah. mind is blowing in real time. They'll never get back, they'll never, it's like that poem I share with you. It's that all good music is sad, oh, yeah. because it makes the sound of the end before the end. Like, you'll never get back oh. to that moment again. You will never experience the right. Matrix for the first yeah. time ever again in your life. Yeah. And that's kind of sad. Yeah. It, it kind of reminds good... me of Weezer's, you know, uh, what is it? <laughs> that most recent song, like, all my songs are sad and slow. Mm. All my favorite songs are sad and slow. Yep. Which Weezer just has reference. a similar vibe. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna bring in that Weezer. Yeah, but I'm sorry, Mike. I cut you off. Ding for Weezer. Oh, thanks. Yeah, definitely. Ding for Weezer. What, what, like, you know, I mean, that's a whole separate topic. We don't have to go down. We don't have to go down that rabbit hole right now. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, rabbit. I, uh... Was gonna say uh, of the, in the pantheon of '90s bands that you wouldn't have expected to have had such a long career. Weezer's got to be, you know, right oh, at Jesus. the top of that. <laughs> I hate to say this, and please forgive me, Internet. I expected Rivers Cuomo. That's his name, right? The leader. Rivers Cuomo. Yeah. I expected. I expected him to die by suicide. Ouch! Like a decade ago. Oh, damn, dude. Just because, um, like, when you see him in interviews, yeah, you're like, I just want to hug you. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, man. I, I remember <laughs> seeing at a Sun City. Oh, Sun, Sun yeah. City, right up there with Circuit City. That's right. My family was out buying a new VCR. <laughs> and my dad was incredibly disgusted by the fact that he had spent like 500 bucks on our last one, and they were now down to like $200. He's like, how come they're so cheap? 
And I remember on the, all those TV screens, they had Rivers Cuomo doing the sweater song and like, oh. like, like rolling around <laughs> on the ground. Two, yes. And my dad looked at me and went, like, the fuck is this shit? Is yeah. what you can listen to nowadays? Yeah. I'm like, uh, uh. You answered with, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. 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 Say It Ain't So is oh. a, a song that holds up. That is a great tune. So many of my favorite bands have covered Say It Ain't So. Oh, None of them are one. as good as the original. No, it's such still. a good song. Just like many filmmakers have tried to cover The Matrix. Oh, well yes. done. Way who to bring it back. Of? Who are you thinking of? Self-belling. Self-belling. Do that in your own bedroom. The point yeah, that I was going to make that actually connected to yours originally was, um, you know, you talked about how it got water. People don't have as high of an opinion as they ought to because of the way the sequels sort of muddied the waters. Yeah. You know, and that reminds me, you know, this, the same concept of, of the Rocky franchise, where mm. Rocky 1 oh. is actually... You know, in my opinion, again, if I were making my top ten list, Rocky One might might be in really? it. You know? Multiple it's Oscar nominations. Really good. Win. It's yeah. brilliant. It's genius. But the other ones are just so increasingly corny and cheesy but, that but people don't remember break that. You. But, exactly. but, but yeah. I must break you. Here's where you're, here's where you're wrong, Mike. Rocky starts off. This on only that. happens like once a month. Yeah, so. well, you know. <laughs> this is rare. Well, you know, it's almost the end of the month, so it's about that's, time. that's right. It hasn't happened in January yet. So. I completely agree. Rocky won insanely good. It becomes parody as it goes on. But then somehow, through some way, by the time you get to the Creed movies... Oh, that's different. It's yeah. background to sincerity. It, but it's it, like the whole thing, it, it starts to bookend and reinvent yeah. itself. And like you really have to take it all... As a complete, oh, but that, that's that's different though. The, the Creed, I, and I've only seen the first one, but that's Ryan Coogler directing. He's brilliant. That's Michael B. Jordan. He's brilliant. No, no, I, I get mean, that. That's... But when you go from Clubber Lang through Ivan Drago to you know even yeah. Tommy Gunn, you go through the Tommy whole pantheon of villains. The whole series. Hey, you're not fully Don. Why don't you try taking a shot at me now? Yeah, now the movie ends. Yeah, and they, they fight in the street. Yeah. It's not even in the yeah. room. No, it's just Don't touch your Yeah, you boo me. <laughs> Whatever. Are you going yeah. to sue me for what? Sue me for what? <laughs> Which is terrible. Yeah. You know, the whole point of that character is that he worked his way out of the Philadelphia streets, and now he can't even be sued because he has nothing. Uh, yeah. well, I still got the restaurant. <laughs> it's not a happy ending. <laughs> and Adrian dies. Oh, anyway. Yeah. The whole point, though, is that it's still it, it's integral to the uh, like the American experience, like the idea of our country, 20th century. It, it's there. Yeah. I think The Matrix... The first one fits that bill, too. Mm -hmm. It fits that sort of nascent techno realm we were sort of walking into. Like, I love how the Wachowskis were so ahead of the curve when they said, like, oh, the machines use Ameri or Americans yeah, mm. use humans to generate electricity. Well, that's fucking stupid. But when you dig into what they really wanted to do originally, right. they were going to use their brains for bandwidth for computer processing. But the average audience would fucking have no clue right what that meant in 1999. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, well, uh, electricity, you know? And now you look at it like, well, that's fucking lame. Right. But they knew about this but kind of shit before yeah. it was it was gauche, you know? Yeah, but, you exactly. know, and, but, and that that's a point that people have used to criticize the movie, too. You know, like fucking internet smartasses who are like, oh, yeah, no. do you so know how like much electricity again. that a battery or the human body actually this right. is just preposterous yeah. it's like it. dude it's a Stop fucking it. allegory yeah. you know yeah. that's not the point yeah. right. it's not about the hard science of the thing it's just a vehicle to explore as you said yeah. all the philosophical shit yeah. you know which goes back to 
the oldest philosophy, uh, the allegory of the cave, which is yeah, basically the, the the whole movie is the allegory yeah, of the cave, the realm of the forms. for the tw- yeah. you know for the end of the twentieth, beginning of the twenty first century. And I can't tell you how many students are like. The world is a simulation, man. We're not living in real. And I'm like, dude, Plato did this a thousand years yeah, ago. Stop that's it. That's right. Shadows on the wall. You don't even know. And, but like that they can bring, the Wachowskis can bring that philosophy into this time yeah. is staggering. But that kind of begs the question, like, does this sequel need to be made? Well, see, we haven't said anything about this new I'm movie. Getting, I'm getting there. I yet. just made that Have we been actively <laughs> avoiding talking no. about it? Is that the problem? No, we've just been nerding out about the originals. Well, so, right. Set it up. We'll talk about, we'll talk about four. Did four resurrections <laughs> need to be made? No. <gasps> yeah. End of story. No. I agree. I, 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 when I, you know, and I have much more to say on the film, but like in, in the final analysis, the, the most damning thing I can say about this movie, and, and I want to say straight up that I have many positive things to say about sure. the movie too. I'm not, I, don't, I didn't hate it. But you're going to condemn it right away. But the most damning thing that I can say about, yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> is that when you got to the end, you found yourself going, Why? Yeah. What was the point? I of agree that? with that. I wanted more than what I got with Neo and Trinity flying away. I wanted maybe spoiler alert. Whatever. <laughs> it's been a month. Yeah. Watch it. Yeah. Agreed. You knew I wrote the title on the podcast. <laughs> Honestly, though, like you know me. Like I work with Sean and Mike. For those of you who don't know, we work in the same building, and the number of times I say, we're "Let jan- the wheels," we're the janitors. We're the janitors. The numbers of times I say. Let the wheels fall off or let the system burn down. Just burn the house down. <laughs> I wanted to see them remake the Matrix. I yeah. wanted to see what they didn't show us. Right. How are they going to change it? Which they almost did. They came so we'll close. Get we'll get to it. <laughs> so close. Uh, Sean? Sean is a hard no. Well, yeah, I already said no. What's the next yeah, question? All right, fine. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, you know, so I was watching this uh, with my wife and I found it really startling that, like, the first 30 minutes are super self-referential. You know, like, right. Neo is a game designer who made the game called The Matrix. And everyone's talking about, like, you know what we need for the next Matrix game? We need bullet time. Yeah. And they keep, like, doing the recursion right. of bullet time. We need the bullet time. Show us the bullet time. What did you think about the the self-referential, so, self-referential nature of that? That was the part of the minutes? movie I really liked i sure. i okay. felt at first i was like oh this is a great reset like the, the first hour of the film i loved all the meta shit mm-hmm. you know i i thought they were doing i'm like how do you like because neo died i'm like how do you yeah that was how do you our bring him back to life right. but i thought they were setting that up in a cool way sure. you know right. i was like and, and it also you know it was it was also you know I said before about, you know, one of the cool things about the first one was you were trying to figure shit out. Yeah. That was not present in the second and third one, but I felt like that's that was here. Like, right. the first hour of this movie, I'm like, okay, so what's happening? What's yeah. going on? How did Morpheus come yeah. back? I love all that. He's I, you different. Know, He's different. He's a reboot. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, so I loved all of that. I loved, you know, I've said uh, in a recent podcast of ours that I mm-hmm. love storytelling about storytelling. So mm-hmm. I loved the metafictional shit that you're yeah. talking about. I loved all that. I really felt it was being set up so good. Yeah. Then when they got him out and he was in the real world and it was like, okay, so it's like what, whatever it was, 80 years later mm-hmm. yeah, and everything. It's like, like this, this is going in a really cool place. They're basically, they did all that to get us into a new place where they can tell a new story with it. Yeah. 
that's when I feel like it just fucking fell apart. The whole thing just became like, oh, now we just got to get Trinity out and some shit about love, and then that was it. I uh, <laughs> I loved the first half hour of that movie. Yeah. I'm like, it was the more cerebral half. Exactly. I'm yeah. sitting there going, how fucking bold is this? Are they basically going to say that the rest of the Matrix is all like just fucking in this schizophrenic's head? Like this whole thing was just like a mind game, and he's just like this. It, like I'm sitting there going, yeah. what a what a goddamn ballsy ass move yeah. to make. And it, it was just Lana Wachowski that did this one, right? It was yeah, not just both the of one. the sisters. Yeah. Was You're it right. Lana it was or, just Lana or just Lana? Okay, it was just correct. Lana. So she makes this movie, which is like again basically a fuck you to Warner Brothers. Which I was like, goddamn yes, yeah. yes, give this woman all my money. Exactly. I was like, my, my wife and I were watching it, and I was like, this is fucking awesome. And she's like, yeah, this is really interesting. And like, does that mean like the rest of the movies don't mean anything? And I'm like, and I'm sitting there like, my <laughs> yeah. mind is melting down. And then it became a perfunctory fucking sequel. Where they wow. basically just undid all the goodwill they she had built up in that first half hour. Yeah. And I I, I walked out or I ended I, I watched it to finish it because I'm yeah. like goddamn completist. Pick or else out. I would have shut it off after like oh. I realized what the hell was going on. I'm like, you know what? Honestly, this was this was corporate malfeasance. Right. At Whoa. the end. I, I kept waiting for the ending to have some sort of thing where I was like, Oh, I wasn't expecting that. And that never happened. Like, because nope, no. when they were like, we just, we got to get Trinity out. And then, like, the bad guy in the movie is like, see, it's just when you guys are like, when you touch, yeah. your love destroys oh. all the machines. Don't even get I was started like, about Neil Patrick <laughs> Harrison's goddamn movie. I was Every like, cliche. I was like, that's stupid. I'm like, like, all, all of the brilliant yeah. philosophy in your movies, yeah. and you're telling me this one's just about, like, love conquers all? Like I'm Love like the, so I kept yeah I know yeah. like come on that was people now the <laughs> point of the original movie yeah. too is that her love for him in in a much deeper profound way in a saving the world way and this yeah. one it was just like we got to get Trinity out and Trinity like even but they're even, gonna paint the sky with rainbows man right oh my god and yeah I know I know <laughs> Head in the, the part where, I'm gonna try to save it in a second even the part where she like turns to like the the person that she has thought for what fifty years. How old is the character supposed to be? Is but that's supposed to be her husband, who, who and she's like, "You keep movies. your fucking hands off of me." And it's like, I, "My name is Trinity." I'm don't like, "You fucking." Maybe call that me. looks powerful on the screen, but I don't buy that. I'm like, "That yeah, that's was, not good writing." It was. I oh God, I didn't know how to put this, but it was like everything you could have done wrong, they did it. In that, like, second two-thirds, like, yeah. the, the second and third act was just... I think it was less than that. Like, honestly, I think it was the last hour. It was the last hour. Like, I just feel like it was so good for so long, no, I, and no, then I it got, just fell off a cliff. I have to disagree. As soon as they pulled Neo out of the Matrix again, I felt like you just fucking ruined your chance. Yeah. There was an opportunity there to completely up and, and say, damn the fucking purists who were all like, oh, well, sorry, Adam. But, like, oh, the Matrix and all this... No, if you would have made this all like some guy's fever dream or something, like you would have done something profoundly different. You would have re-upped the Matrix itself. Yeah. But it became this, oh, hand wave. We, re we rebuilt their bodies because we needed them. And, oh, hand wave. This guy can like project himself into the real world with like a bunch of magnetic marbles or whatever. And like all this stupid shit that like was pointless. It had absolutely zero point other than to look cool and that was it. But I was even, I was on board for all of that. Like, I, and I was on board for it being 80 years later and there being some new battle to fight. I don't think it was 80. I think it, it was like 80. 60. 60. Not, I mean, Smith honestly, 20. Yeah, Jada Pinkett, was, yeah, yeah, right. Pinkett Smith has got to be like 85. 
you know, right. she's the general. But what, whatever it was, I was on yeah. board for all of that. I thought all of that was a great way to, like, set up, like, a new Matrix story and a new battle and everything. But it's it was the choice of battle. That's, that's where they lost me. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, the Matrix was always about, like... You know, it was so many things, but it was about like your understanding of the world that you live in. And it was about independence and it was about identity and it was about so many different things. And then this one just became about like, you know, we got to get Trinity out because I love her. And that was it. That was literally it. The whole battle and all the like the cool action shit that happens is literally just like we got to get Trinity out. And then they try to save it a little bit at the end by having them like show up and vaguely threaten Neil. Patrick Harris with like where you don't understand this is our world and we're going to do whatever the fuck but it's like uh, yeah but that hasn't been what the last hour of the movie's about you know and it's to me that's where it lost me that's where it became very disappointing I'm going to move away from the new criticism for a quick second and, and, and extend the analysis outside of the text for a sec so fuck Neil Patrick Harris in this movie first of all I'm going to move away from that in a sec I like him as an actor. Yeah, I like same. him as a human being. Yeah. Seems like a great person. Your character sucked, bro. Yeah. Your acting was like how I met your mother in the fucking Matrix. <laughs> Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. You're not Agent Smith. You're not some good analyst. Or analyst, excuse yeah. me. That's I'm mostly finished with my beer. <laughs> <laughs> your character was out of place. Yeah. Your, your accent, your intonation, your... Um, physical mannerisms did not fit anything it's not even like i expected you to be smith which is a different character and i'll talk about the resurrection of smith in a second that was really intriguing to me but you felt so out of place in your goddamn trinity garage bullet time scene that you ruined the movie for me fuck you yeah fuck you speaking of out of place why is the fucking merovingian there and he's some crazy old French Wait, dude. At this I can point? get the, I can get to that. I'll okay. get to that. Oh, in a please, please. I'm getting there. I'm Preach, brother. Roundabout, <laughs> getting to this. So, the Wachowski sisters use the Matrix as an allegory for being trapped in bodies in a system that they did not feel they were suited for. Granted. And so, when I saw this Matrix Four, I was really thinking about like how does that lived experience translate as a director into the film? And I saw them trying to say like. We'll never change the full, we'll never change the construct of the system, but we can change what the system creates. You'll never change the matrix, mm-hmm. like the, the fact that the matrix exists and that robots are controlling our bodies, but we can fight back. And in fact, we win over some robots, right? Mm-hmm. We win over some converts to say mm-hmm. that, you know, trans humans deserve rights. Trans people deserve rights. They deserve love. They deserve to be who they want to be because that's who they are. Now, that's as far as I can get in the story, mm. right? So, like, as I'm looking at this, you know, they, Neo and Trinity, won't end the Matrix, which is what I hoped for. You know, we all hope for ending the robots, destroying the robots, ending the war, winning back Earth, and terraforming Earth again with those crazy cool cloud skies that they talk about in IO. But what we get is a system that is a compromise. And while I don't like that compromise, I think that's... Lana Wachowski agreeing or understanding that they have to carve out their own niche in the world and that Neo and Trinity cannot end the matrix, but they have to carve out the niche in the matrix that they exist in. Mm -hmm. As the analyst says, like the sheeple are going to stay because there are so many sheeple, right? But some people who want out are going to be out. 
and they're going to be the way that they want to live. Right. Because of Neo and Trinity and because of Lana and forgive me, I forget Lana's sister's name now. And so like I saw that allegory knowing the outside circumstances of the movie, thinking like, yeah, that's friggin' great. Right. Good. I was let down by the action. I was let down by, as we said, the last 40 minutes. I rewatched the last 40 minutes for the second time today. Yeah. And I get it that Neo and Trinity are older, so Neo and Trinity are going to fight differently. Lily. Lily, Lily is the younger sister. Pardon me. Yeah. Uh, Lily. Lily was not involved in the writing of this or directing of it. And so I felt like the special effects maybe were just so jaded. Maybe I'm just so jaded with special effects at this point because of the original groundbreaking that like Neo and Trinity's fighting styles and the special effects didn't create something new. But I did like the fact that the robots, some robots broke away and came to our side. Right. Which seems like a good allegory for some Close-minded individuals come over and see right. that progress. Is who you are is who you incremental. are. Yeah. yeah, who you love mm-hmm. is who you love. I right. think you guys are reading way too deep into this fucking thing. Fuck the Matrix. No, the Matrix. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's fine. It's fine. I've used it too many times. <laughs> it was just a great action flick, man. There mm-hmm. were the samurai swords in this one. That's what I want to know. <laughs> there are no samurai swords, but there were. Uh, very reminiscent of Dragon Ball Z. Neo using his key to put or you know, chi to push away all the bots that fall down on yeah. them while they're racing on their motorcycles. No, oh, yeah. So I dug I that for like three minutes because oh. that's all he has. He does not have real action anymore. He's got, I'm a shield. I'm going to shield Trinity. Right. That's yeah. it. Yeah. I I mean, I, I just, I, I think I, everything you're saying is, is, I think you went way deeper on this film than I did. And I mean that as a compliment. Because I love this. Yeah. Franchise. I, I think that, you know, like for me, I, I think that all the stuff that happened in the original movie, and I think for the most part in the original trilogy, it, it had some philosophical explanation for it. Um, sure. Whereas like here, like the whole thing about where like Neo and Trinity are reaching for each other's hands. Don't let them touch. And, and exactly. And Neil Patrick Harris like don't let them touch. Like not a fan. There's nothing there's nothing philosophical behind that. It no, literally no. is just like Love Conquers All, which is a fucking Disney movie premise. And I yeah. don't come to the Matrix for I that agree. shit. I agree. Go back to what I said a minute ago. The first half hour is Lana Wachowski basically having her way with what HBO or Warner Brothers wanted them to do. Yeah. And then the rest of it is basically saying like, oh, you paid me. Okay, here's what you wanted. Yeah. That's what it is. It's a throwaway story. It, it adds nothing to the mythology. It adds yeah. nothing to the... And it, it's, again, they had done that whole meta, like fiction, like that whole... And really? Smith being the director yes. of the game company and a totally different character. So, such good setup. Such yeah. interesting work there that was just pissed away yeah. on a Hollywood blockbuster ending. Yeah, and absolutely. I feel like it was you can you could try to make more out of it. And I know that you know I didn't I did it myself. I yeah, did it myself. Because we want to. Yes. But I, I had to like stop myself and go like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. That fucking piece of shit sucked. Yeah. The first half hour brought me to this like moment of like, oh my god, I can't believe they're tearing <laughs> down the house and this is incredible. This is this is guts. 
This right. is real pioneering filmmaking again. This mm-hmm. is tearing down your sandbox and then reconstructing it however you want. That was remaking the Matrix right. the way you want yeah. it to be. That was the metaphor you described earlier about being a trans person locked in this world that is not your world. Right. But then it was just like, no, I can't do it or else I won't get paid. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I said fair. I said when we did uh, a podcast uh, months ago on Star Wars, uh, I said that for me, when I watch the end of Return of the Jedi, in my mind, it still ends there. Um, you know, everything that, oh. you know, and, and now I'm willing to, I'm Agreed. willing to, you know, since then I'm willing to bring in Mandalorian and everything, but not, you know, all the new artist shit, like it, all that episode seven, eight, nine does not exist in my mind. It ends there. It's, it's, it's because not because I don't want the story to continue, but because the story that continued right. was awful. Seven, eight, nine is fanfic. Exactly. Yeah. And, and for me, like, you know, with, with the matrix, like in my view, Matrix 4 is so inessential that if I were to now go back again and rewatch yeah. the first yeah. three, it would still end at three. It would still end right. when the Oracle the and uh, what's his fucking uh, white beard dude like have that conversation. The architect. Oh, the, the architect. architect. And uh, like, you know, to me, it still ends there. Matrix 4 is like, you know, a curiosity. It's, as you said, fan fiction, but it's not it's not canon in my mind. In my mind, the Matrix ends at the end of the first movie. It's also right. a good point. Despite my I, love, I do like well, Matrix too. Despite but, my love yeah. of Monica Bellucci. And, and, and that I, insanely good highway scene and how awesome that is. That is great is. too. Truly, truly. And I honestly, I can I say this? Can I this might be a controversial take, but I like say whatever. I like the architect. He's all often mocked, you know? Sure. People like make fun of like well, his ridiculous he's, vocabulary. He's the god character who yeah. is like I like the architect. Yeah. I, I, I like the way it's like acted. Her, yeah. I like the vocabulary, all that yeah. ergo, you know, stuff. Yeah. Like I vis-a-vis. I enjoy that. As vis-a-vis. someone who enjoys okay. the English yeah. language, yeah. like and who enjoys philosophical discussion. Sure. I like the architect. Now, there are some good parts of, of the sequel for sure, the second one. But honestly, if we were to and do this do this mental exercise. Take the last three movies and completely eliminate them from your thoughts. Even the video game, even the anime tie-in, all yeah. of it. Get rid of uh, all of the ancillaries. And just look at the first as a complete and self-contained whole. And that is the strongest thing. Yeah. It holds the most. I agree. Yeah, I agree. And ending... Now, I haven't always been a fan of... Uh, Neo flying away into the atmosphere, but uh, but ending on Rage Against but the, the Machine, but the Rage, yeah, the Rage has always been a high point for me. Yeah, agreed. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it down to some maybe less philosophical points for a second. All right, we're gonna bring it to the lightning round. All right, all right, uh, gentlemen, Trinity or Naomi at their high points. Mm. What what are we choosing? Just, just pick one. Who do you like better, Trinity or Naomi? Looks, appearance, <laughs> uh, Trinity, bedside manner. You pick Trinity as a character, as a person. Naomi, I think, um, you know, in terms of straight aesthetics, you know. Okay, you like the red leather coat better. Uh, you know, and the, the fancy braids and all that. Sure, shit. pretty she cool. Fucking braids. <laughs> I, I do agree with his take. Yeah, that's, that's the right take. You can't agree. How am I supposed to award a point? <laughs> oh shit! Well, he had this is a competition. All right, Mike gets the point. Yes, I'm winning. There you go. I'm winning. What is the connection between? <laughs> the directors and one of the larger central ideas of the matrix franchise first one to ring and answer correctly gets the point 
do it, Mike. Is this the do it. is this the same point that we've been making? We've already made it. I was just oh okay. Oh man, that was oh, yeah, Mike's gonna win. <laughs> I am building an insurmountable lead here, man. <laughs> Two nothing. I've it's never been time. up by this much. Well, that's why. Go ahead, finish <laughs> your point. Don't fuck it just up. Just make it. Oh, oh, the transgender shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. So being trapped in a <laughs> yeah. trapped in a system that you can't overcome and you feel not correct in your body, so you need to be liberated. That, that's that is exactly what I was. Hold go. on, I have an alternative take. Fuck your alternative take. No, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, go the, ahead. it's the achievement of the perfect form. It's the Buddhist uh, oh. twelve noble paths, whatever that fucking thing is. You can't. It's the sixfold path. Six, whatever. You doubled the path. What you know? I mean, Buddha would not be happy with making it twice as long. He's trying to get double the points because he's losing. So it's bad. Buddhism. <laughs> I'll give you half of Dell. All right, all right. Oh. So it's two to two to one half. Two to one half. All right. Last question. <laughs> Still the game. Uh, Price is Right style. How much money has the Matrix series grossed oh, so fuck. far as of 2021? I'm gonna have to go with one billion dollars. Oh, and he did not use his pinky mm-hmm. to the corner of his mouth because those movies have fucking aged. Yeah, fuck that. Go ahead, Mike. So he said one billion. I'm gonna go with nine hundred ninety-nine, <laughs> nine hundred ninety-nine million, nine hundred ninety-nine thousand, nine hundred ninety-nine dollars and ninety-nine cents. I thought you were gonna say. I'm not sure you understand how prices works, buddy. I mean, if this were prices right, you both lose because you both went over. Oh, but Mike is close. Yes, but he went over. Yes. I mean, he. I mean. He's already ahead, so this point doesn't matter. No, I think that means that we both lose. <laughs> sure. Oh, can you let me have this, man? Mike wins. <laughs> All right, fine. Four hundred sixty-six point yes! six million. Wow. Well, this that is, is this is a landmark moment in the is. history of our it podcast. Is. The first it is. time. <laughs> it is indeed. It's a new rivalry. It's Mahomes Allen. Oh, oh that's right. right. That's, that's right. right. Good point. Right. Yeah, four hundred sixty-six point six million as of twenty twenty. Oh, so low. Pri- it does seem low. Is that adjusted dollars for inflation? <laughs> it is not adjusted for inflation. So twenty. Oh, we can try to save this. Sure. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> I'll do the adjustment. <laughs> I still lose. Dude, you're like, you know, you're like Tom Brady and the Bills. So oh, we like, we win, we win one here. once in a while, but like you're so far ahead, man. Let me yeah, have this. Just, <laughs> give it to him. All right. Uh, so, gentlemen, I think I get the sense, but I'm gonna. No. S- I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Watch it to be completest. Yeah. Mike says yes. Sean says I no. I say absolutely not. No. Don't don't well, so subscribe to HBO just for this guys. Buy the DVD and save I mean, it. Don't yeah. even buy the DVD. I'm gonna agree with Adam and say it's it's worth watching. Sure. If you're a fan of the Matrix, it's worth watching. I, I I'm gonna say the first hour I think was really good. I, yeah. I it was making me feel really, really good watching it. I just think it when it starts to fall apart, I just think it does it very quickly and it's it's a shame. And it, and at it the is, end you yeah. you find yourself asking what was the point of this? Literally when you see the Merovingian, that's when you can stop watching. This is this is a you know what? That's probably correct. Yeah. They pull Neo out, he's looking for Trinity. Just believe he finds Trinity. Yeah. End of series. <laughs> for sure. Yep. All right. Well, that was a letdown. That's what she says every Friday. Oh, and I'm not a huge fan of the Matrix. I'm, I'm I sorry. Am. It's I'm fu- sorry. No, it's fine. Like, you know, the bar and how high it was set for this movie right. is nearly unfair to Lana Wachowski. It is. There's a reason why Lily wanted nothing to do with it. Oh, for sure. Like, you know, and to go forward with it was novel and intriguing. And there were so many things that I really did like, like the inclusion of bots mm-hmm. as opposed mm-hmm. to agents. That yeah. was intriguing because mm-hmm. we're, we're plagued by bots on the internet nowadays. So that's really... You know, something I found funny. 
um, the scary use of bots as bombs and self-driving, like people driving cars to drive into other human beings, yeah. which is something we literally experience in real life. Yep. I see as like an interesting connection to real life. Like just that, a, that's fine. Just a lot of missed opportunities. For sure. For sure. I, I'm going to add, I'm going to add a further thing to my answer here. Uh, if, 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 if you don't feel like watching a movie that you feel like, you know, we've just described so negatively, uh, watch a different Wachowski movie. Uh, v for Vendetta would also be in my top ten of all time. I fucking love that movie. Hugo Weaving fucking crushed and that Genius. Role. He's wearing a mask the yeah. whole time, and yet he's a brilliant, brilliant character. Should we do Should... a V cast maybe sometime? Oh, I would love v. that. Oh, I, I would have that. much to say about that. Stay movie. tuned yeah. for our upcoming V for Vendetta <laughs> cast sometime in the next ten years. Not next for sure. You know, we're changing things up here at Nerds of the Old Republic, and we're going two for the price of one. We're gonna go bi-weekly as opposed to monthly. So, pay attention to... Yeah, the pressure is on, man, because our next cast is going to be Gideon the Ninth by Tamsin Muir. Uh, That's Mike's pick again. He's been crushing the picks lately. We've been really enjoying and having a lot to talk about here, so I appreciate that. Yeah, I think he's the the official pickmeister. Yeah, he's the schedule meister meister picker. Yeah. (laughs) I accept that title. I like that title. There you go. Five drinks in and I can't even say that. But uh, you know what? We would appreciate it if you found us on the socials at Nerds of Old Republic. Twitter, Instagram, Good Pods, Good Reads, um, Facebook, all that good stuff. Find us. Connect with us. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, we'll see you next time. Stay nerdy.